Hi, good afternoon. This is Lady Catherine, and you are tuned into the Purple Lipstick Dialogues Conversation, where we talk about all things pertaining to women, for women, with women, about women. I am not my sister's keeper. I am my sister. So I love to share. And what we're talking about here on this platform is domestic violence and toxic relationships. So I want to just jump right in right now. And we're going to talk about domestic violence. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And to be truthful, we need to talk about it all day, every day, because it is an epidemic. It is a pandemic, actually. It's a pandemic within the pandemic that we're in in 2020. And it's been going on forever and ever and ever. And so I'm here as an advocate and um, an educator in regards to domestic violence and relationship to shed light on the elephant in the room that nobody wants to talk about, but it's definitely there. So we're going to get right in. What is domestic violence? It's also referred to uh, as intimate partner violence, a dating violence relationship is a pattern of behavior used by one partner to maintain power and control. That's what domestic violence is. What makes it domestic over any other kind of abuse is intimate. It's, um, it's intimate regards. It might be biological where you're, you know, have a parent or a, um, a grandparent or siblings or children, uh, children against children, uh, mothers against sons, or, or whatever. That is domestic violence. But it's also married couples, obviously, dating relationships. Um, if you share children, if you're um, any of those things, relational. That's why it's called domestic violence. And it is all about power and control. And what we do here at Purple Lipstick Dialogue is because I am a Christian woman and I like to bring in the word of God into uh, the conversation and see what the Bible says. And what I like to do as well is go into the word of God because as a Christian woman, and I talk to Christian women, and even if you're not a Christian woman, I believe you can glean some of these good nuggets that's going to be coming through uh, this, this show. But the word of God, you know, when we go in as Christian women and we think the scriptures are saying something that it's not saying, it doesn't apply to this situation then sometimes we can get, you know, we can get locked up or bound up with that when we don't know um, exactly what it means and how it pertains to me and my relationship. I can tell you this, that I have been in a domestic violence situation years ago. Um, I grew up in it. My mother was abused, uh, violated is what, what really she was, uh, not just abused, but she was violated, violently uh, violated. And so I just wanted to know what is that monster? What is that elephant in the room? I want to learn about it so I can be equipped to help myself and not just myself, but my sisters out there that may be struggling with uh, this this epidemic. Uh, abuse, again, it is about power and control, period. It's not about anything else. It's about one person trying to lord over control uh, manipulate, which, which which the Bible refers to witchcraft, and we don't think it's being witchcraft. And I, I I have to use the scriptures to try to bring light to my sisters that's uh, that wants to honor God, that they they want to love God and honor God with their life. But sometimes, you know, you can get twisted up with what you think the scripture is saying, and it is not saying. Does the domestic violence doesn't discriminate? 
people of any race, age, gender, sexuality, religion, education level, economic, it doesn't matter. Anybody can be a victim and anybody can be a perpetrator of domestic violence. So domestic violence includes a behaviors that physically harm you, intimidate, manipulate, um, force you to be, behave in ways that you, you don't want to do. It, it, it brings about fear and intimidation and uh, it's just an ugly, ugly, ugly thing. And what I know it to be is a spirit. And the scripture says we don't wrestle with flesh and blood. So sometimes we think we are wrestling with a person. And I don't, I, I really believe that we don't understand the fullness of what that spirit can and will do to you if you find yourself in that situation. So we're going to uh, unlock all of those things here on this on this show. Um, physical violence, uh, threats, emotional, psychological, financial, spiritual, all those things are affected if we find ourselves in that situation. Physical abuse, um, it's, uh, it seems obvious that it may be physical. We might say, oh, yeah, I know what physical abuse is. But just in case, let's go over a list of things, pulling up the hair, punching, slapping, kicking, biting, choking, or smothering you. I want to talk about choking. First of all, um, the correct the correct way to 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 talk about when somebody chokes you, we call it choking, but choking is actually if you choke on something, strangulation is when someone physically puts something around your neck, either their hands, their arms, uh, their their legs, uh, an object, a belt, a, a, a rope. Those are, uh, they're strangling you. That's strangulation and is designed to block off your airway, which can inadvertently kill you. And sometimes we think, I used to think, I'm going to just say I used to think that when someone strangles someone that, you know, they may or may not die. But if it was, they were going to die, it would be immediate. But that's not true. Um, Strangulation, when someone is strangled, it can be a day, it can be a week, it can be a year later uh, that they will die from that that act of being strangled um, because it does so much damage to your internal um, you know, to your internal uh, throat and all of that stuff out there that causes you to be able to breathe freely, it damages that. Um, another form of physical abuse is to forbid or prevent you from eating or sleeping. That's considered physical. We also know that can be emotional, but we're going to talk about physical right now because oftentimes these different forms of abuse go hand in hand. Uh, Use of weapons against you, including firearms, knives, bats, maze, anything like that. Prevention from uh, contacting emergency services, including medical attention. That's considered physical abuse. Harm your pets or children. That's physical. Drive recklessly or dangerously with you in the car or abandon you in unfamiliar places. Another one is to force you to use drugs or alcohol, especially if you have a history of substance abuse. If you or they have history of substance abuse, trapping you in your home is another one and preventing you from leaving. It's actually called kidnapping, uh, but that's a sign of physical abuse, throwing objects at you, 
preventing you from taking uh, your medication if you're on medication or deny you necessary medical treatment. Those are just a few things that describes a physical abuse. I'm not going to uh, go into uh, everything at one time. It would be way too long. But again, on this on this podcast, we're going to be talking about and shedding light again on that big elephant in the room that no one wants to pay attention to. And it does not uh, just, again, just it does not just show up. It's, you know, just, you know, oftentimes there's red flags. We want to dissect those things, even within the church, how it is going on within the church. And it's very taboo. Okay, so what else we want to know? I want to share with you really quickly about some of the warning signs of abuse. Even one or two of these behaviors in a relationship is a red flag that abuse may be present. Again, domestic abuse, domestic violence is a systematic, ongoing pattern of behavior. So number one is telling you that you never do anything right. And these are some of the warning signs that may prelude our physical violence. May and obviously does uh, prelude physical violence. Showing extreme jealousy of your friends or time spent away from them. Preventing or discouraging you from spending time with your friends, family members, or peers. Domestic violence, that elephant in the room, that monster, it loves to isolate. It loves to isolate. Another warning sign is insulting, demeaning, or shaming you especially in front of other people. Another one is preventing you from making your own decisions about work, about school, about children, about anything. Controlling finances in the household without discussing, including taking your money or refusing to provide money for, for necessary expenses. Also, another one is pressuring you to have sex or perform sex acts. So... It's been a thing in the church that I've heard personally over and over again um, that the church uh, oftentimes, and when I say church, I mean the body of Christ. I mean, you know, within the church uh, realm with leaders and people in certain positions. And they oftentimes they're ill-equipped to to counsel uh, when it comes to the areas of domestic violence, just because you're a pastor doesn't mean you're uh, able to to counsel on every area of life. No, no, you cannot. Of course, you can bring a biblical perspective on things, but we have to be able to rightly divide the word of truth. And I found that the church is sometimes ill-equipped to do that. Um, but one thing that the church is missing is missing is that people in their pews or congregation uh, are sitting right there on their nose. And it may be the pastor himself, one of the leaders, that's the abuser. And it's, ta- it's taboo. I'm telling you, nobody wants to talk about it. Um, if someone goes to their pastor or their leader regarding what's going on, they'll take the scripture and they'll twist it, not intending, intending to do that, I, I hope. But sometimes maybe so, unfortunately. But 
because they don't understand and they don't understand the dynamic of domestic violence. Domestic violence is a thing and it's a whole nother thing. We don't wrestle with flesh and blood. This is a demon. This is a demon and it only comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Period. They say in the church that you can't, uh, the husband can't rape, rape his wife. That's not true. Yes, he can. And it happens. Uh, God did not design us, even in marriage, to have control over anyone. We submit to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. We submit to our husbands as as they submit to Christ. If they're not submitting themselves to Christ, we don't submit to a demon. Yeah, I said it. We don't submit to a demon. So that's another talk for another day. We're going to have some dialogue about this and we're going to unpack it so we can be uh, well-equipped, educated, uh, wise women. Um, sometimes they, another uh, abuse uh, sign, warning sign is uh, pressuring you to use drugs and alcohol intimidating you through threatening looks and actions. Do you know that somebody can give a look to you to let you know exactly what they mean without opening their mouths and maybe no one in the room would catch it, but you see the elephant. Insulting your parents or threatening to harm or take away your children or pets. That's another great red flag. And I want to go back to the strangulation when someone has... um. Uh, put their hands around your neck or a rope or object, anything like that, that has taken the um, the level of violence to another level. Um, that's telling us that there is nothing that they won't do to harm you. So that when a person does that to you, that is showing you that they will go as far as they can go to hurt you. And if someone does that to you, it's best that you Prepare to get out as soon as, as you can, as soon as possible. Um, intimidating you with weapons like guns and bats and knives and all of that. That's a huge red flag. Um, destroying your belongings. Destroying your home. Um, you know, it's just so, so many things. So many things. I'm going to touch on emotional abuse right now, and I'm going kind of quick, but we're going to go into emotional and verbal abuse, and we're going to unpack it again. We're going to unpack this stuff later so that we can be clear on what we're dealing with if we find ourselves in such situations or if someone we love, our, 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 we love our daughters, our nieces, our grandchildren, whoever, our sisters, our aunts. If we find someone in a situation, we can... Um, help them along the journey. But one thing about, you know, getting involved in things like that is that the lethality of that, when people get involved, um, they can become uh, part of the statistic as well. So again, we're going to unpack some of this stuff, but I just want to give it to you in a nutshell today. Uh, emotional and verbal abuse calling you names, insulting you, and constantly criticizing you. So when someone starts out and you're dating or wherever and they start calling your names and verbally abusing you, uh, acting jealous and isolation, all those things, monitoring what you do, where you go, control, controlling uh, where you, what, what you wear, how you wear your hair, your clothes, 
Those are preludes. Again, I'm repeating it. Those are preludes to what's to come. And it's not shortly after that the violence, the physical violence uh, is going to show up. And once you are in that in that situation uh, of domestic violence, um, it, it's not as easy to get out as it may seem. And unless you've been in that situation, you have no idea. And people say things like this. Why doesn't she leave? Well, the question is, why does he do that? Let's ask that question. Let's address that elephant in the room. And I understand, again, because I've been there, how it's difficult. It's it's not as easy as one, two, three to just, okay, yeah, I'm done. Once you get so entrenched in that thing, it's a snare. It's a trap. It's a prison that sometimes we just don't know how to get out of. And so that's where uh, advocates and people like myself come in to try to help navigate out of that to understand the dynamics of it. Again, it's a demon, it's a spirit. For those who believe in God, you know, and the things of God, even the spiritual world, without, you know, without believing Jesus, that's where I come from. But even even then, it's a thing, it's a thing, and sometimes you just can't put your hand on what that thing is and why it's doing it. But from again, from a spirit, biblical standpoint, it comes only to kill, steal, and destroy. No other reason. So I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you with that, and we're gonna pick up some more and get some more information, and I'm gonna um, just make you aware of what this thing is, so you can be equipped, so you can get safe and stay safe. So we'll be, um, I'll be jumping back on soon. Um, try to get as much material as I can out as soon as I can, because I have people around me, even where I work, you know, I talk to women all day and some people need resources. They need to know what it is. And so, yeah, that's what I do. And I love it because God has set me free. I've been free from it, but I needed somebody to walk alongside me. And that's what happened. And I got educated. I became aware and I bring awareness to others. So until next time, please stay safe. This is Lady Catherine and I'll talk to you later.